Stay up on the real culture of Detroit by tuning into the Detroit is Different podcast network weekly. Music, art, business, comedy, and never before told stories from the people of Detroit. If you visit Detroit, if you are from Detroit, or if you live in Detroit, you never knew all this culture was alive and thriving here. This is the Detroit is Different Festival. October 24th through October 27th, join us at the inaugural Detroit is Different Festival at the Andy Arts, 3000 Finkel Avenue, Detroit, Michigan, 48238. Visit com and get your tickets today. You're listening to the My Hair is Natural podcast on the Detroit is Different podcast network. Welcome to My Natural Hair Podcast. I'm Markeisha. I'm LaDonna Sims. And, and we're, we're Hair Ghost 313. <laughs> Located 16824 Kersival Avenue, Gross Point, Michigan. What up, y'all? Eastside. <laughs> um, good morning, everybody, or afternoon. Um, or evening. It's my morning, <laughs> but it's, um, it's actually afternoon. Um, it's been a while. It's been, it's been a minute, yeah. Yeah, so today our podcast is going to be... A little different. Um, definitely, we're going to speak about some hair. We're going to talk about mature lock care, mm-hmm. something that we want to touch on for people that have mature locks that um, still are trying to find ways to or have developed different things throughout the time, how mm-hmm. we can cleanse it and how to get rid of things. And I want to touch up on community. Uh, this yeah. week has been um, interesting. Mind-blowing. Yeah, um, just thinking about us as a community, you know, every week I speak to you guys about that, uh, working on yourself so we can be the best selves we can be. Yes, and then that way we can give love because we give ourselves love, so, mm-hmm. and supporting people if we need help in different areas where you could you can find somebody that you admire or whatever. But, right. So the quote of the day I'm going to start off with is uh, about community. So the greatness of a community is most accurately measured by the compassionate actions of the members. Okay? Mm -hmm. So, in being part of a community, if something happens to someone in the community, like uh, we have something very bad happen in the community, which, you know, people are going to have to really start watching their dogs, and us as a community have to start reaching out. If we see dogs that are out here that's just wild, or you guys that are fighting dogs, or people that have dogs that should not have dogs. Right. If you don't take your dog... If you got a baby and you got to take your baby to the doctor or make sure you, it's made sure, maintained or whatever, how you get their braces, make sure they got their shots, if that's what y'all do, because it's other ways, like also feeding your baby right, making sure that they're eating right. Mm-hmm. Um, like um, it, it, it could be just, just main things like us as a culture, us as, you know, just human beings. You need to research on how to take care of yourself and... For the dogs, too, because, you know, dogs, a lot of these animals wasn't house pets. 
You know, in real so. life, yeah. And down in the, in the southern areas, when I grew up in the south, the ch- the dogs were outside. Outside, they and were they made to outside. be outside. But what the reason why I'm bringing up the dogs right now is um is, is about the what happened to the young girl um in Southwest Detroit where she was mauled by a dog, and it was also known that the dogs um also in the household the guy knew that the dogs were crazy because once a dog gets a taste of blood. Then it's, it's it's out there. So it killed its own puppies. Like they all was not their own puppies, but he had little dogs in the house, and those same dogs that was in the house also they killed the dog. So now these dogs is looking for blood. See this little girl, and they you know, and nobody in the neighborhood had a gun, and you know somebody tried to throw a brick, and they couldn't. And so even people that witnessed what happened. They need to even get counseling because of what they saw. Right. You know, like you actually seeing something that you can't do nothing about and the dog is ripping. The, this is just, uh. so at the end of the day, yes, I, I know people love, you know, the, your rock routers or your pit bulls or whatever, but we have to maintain them and you have to make sure that they're locked up. And, you know, and it's unfortunate that this young man is going to have to do two consecutive life sentences because of this but the lady and when they were interviewed they had this type of dog problem already this is just like i don't know we all kind of shutting our eyes down on the wrong we shut our eyes and we also um we're we're good at not saying anything and not speaking up and that's what community is all about community is speaking up when something is wrong we need to start really saying this is wrong and the you thing know. is, it's better in numbers because if it's in numbers, one person is like a one lady that's going to call the cops and they shoot her house out and her. She only one. We're not in numbers doing anything. None of us should be single-handedly doing anything, which is why I'm really about this community talking us supporting businesses that are working and supporting people that are trying to do things that are to better the community and, and to better what's going on. Um, I'm kind of sickened and a little embarrassed about this Popeye situation. Like, I, can, Before you guys leave the dog situation, can we just say that I want everybody to know that it's not the dog, that it's the owner of the dog. So if you can look at it that way, it's not the dog, it's the owner of the dog. That's not responsible. That's not responsible. A lot of times we get certain dogs and we don't necessarily research the background and history of the mm-hmm. dog. Because yeah. just as humans, dogs have history too. Yes. What they were bred to be, whether they were herders, whether they were killers, whether or not killers, but shall I say, Prey, they did for prey or snow, shoveling, it's different things. But us as a community, we like to just buy a dog and say, hey, we have this certain type of dog. But we don't do the necessary things to make sure our dog is correct or doing its best capabilities. Facts. Or if you can do your best capability to, to take care of the animal, because that's work too. Because pit bulls are really family dogs. They're really hunters. They're very great, smart dogs. And the negative connotation that they get is really not good. And it's not because of them, but it's because of their owners. And definitely those people spoke out um, about that. Like it it was people that was on the page that was even though we have a dead girl and even though that that people are like killed a dog, at the end of the day, that's what they're going to do. And um, they're going to murder the dogs, I guess, they, you know, because they're, 
you know, they taste blood, and I guess that's what they're, that is about. But, yeah, I, that's what I was speaking about, the people taking care of your dog and knowing your species of a dog. I knew my cat that I picked out. I knew what I supposed to did. Only thing I didn't know is, like, they need to eat raw food and have more prayed food and um, they don't need to have dry food right. and, you know, it's a certain way that the animal's supposed to be fed. so yeah so if y'all if you want animals guys it's not something to just have like a doll just like having babies is not just having a little baby doll it's really a real job so you know make sure you get your shots out make sure your uh, dogs are socialized um if they can't play out in parks with other dogs know what to do right um but yeah that's just something that and so now can we go to the Popeye situation yeah. I, I okay. have one more quote but we're not going to elaborate on it. Um, be the village that you want to see. Like, be the change you want to see. Be the village that you want to see. So when you see people that need help, when you see people that need a hand, it's, we have cousins that got kids. I, I, go, I go watch kids, you know. I could help you if you need to find out, you know, how the, the best thing that you could do for your child, you know. So Yeah, you know, if you don't out. like a dirty city, because, you know, we go to Gross Point and people, it looks so clean over there, you know. It, I, but it's still people that are alone. I saw a lady, it was it, meant, it went kind of viral, or maybe it was a Facebook friend. This lady get up every morning and they made a new park in, this, in, in our area, in a neighborhood. And she would get up and then she'll see all this trash in the park. So she gets up and clean the park and then the next day the same thing happens where she gives up because she's by herself. It's if we want to keep our neighborhoods up, make sure that you... Throw your stuff away, you know, like pick up stuff off the street, pick up, don't throw stuff around in your neighborhood just because everybody else is doing it. Right. We got to just start being more of a community. Now, we also need to start, we really start, we got to start working on ourselves and loving on ourselves. Um, Popeye's made 23 million because... I heard it was billion or I've seen, you know, Facebook, you you don't know anymore. So you got to do your own research, which I did. And I made a post and I said that um, they made 23 billion. Somebody told me it was million. Y'all know what it is? It's million or billion. I don't, I don't really even think that that even makes it doesn't a really, difference it doesn't because even matter. at the end of the day, it's like we need to put our money together. Like everybody keeps talking about people gentrifying neighborhoods, but... We're not putting our money together, we're not and our we're not together. trusting ourselves. We're right. not trusting each other. So that's why every time I do the podcast about our natural hair, it always go back to you. And so these Popeye sandwiches, guys, y'all think that's real chicken? I mean, like something going on because they going crazy uh, about this Popeye's chicken. We well, want- it was Chick Fil A, Chick Fil A versus Popeye's Chicken. Yeah, originally. Originally, okay. So, so, so if we look at it, Nikki. all started with the Chick Fil A versus the Popeye's Chicken. And if I was eating Chick Fil A, what I would look like versus if I was eating Popeye's Chicken, what I would look like. So, the whole beginning of this started as a negative connotation, anyway. Okay, but well, nobody it, caught that. But we just. Add it to. We added to it. But one thing I want to point out, where's the Chick-fil-A's um, Chick in the hood? There's none. 
Okay, so guys, let me just. Okay, so I I brought up the Popeyes situation is because you know like how we made money off of this. First of all, Popeyes haven't even came out with their commercial yet about their chicken sandwich. The reason why it was brought up because Popeyes never had a chicken sandwich, and Chick Fil A has a a spicy chicken sandwich, and everybody is big enough and always like the like Chick Fil A. So Chick Fil A, they make sandwiches. We never Kentucky Fried Chicken and them they made pieces of chicken. You buy buckets of chickens and stuff like that. So they came out with a spicy chicken sandwich and they were comparing it to Chick-fil-A. So they was trying to show that's how it came about because they have a chicken sandwich, a spicy chicken sandwich. And they're like, but Chick-fil-A already has one. But they also was doing comparisons about Chick-fil-A as the new kid on the block. Popeyes has always been here. So that's why you see that. And now everybody lined up on it. And I'm telling you guys, like, I want you guys to know that they didn't even need media. They didn't have to do the, because com- we are word of mouth. Mm-hmm. We are word of mouth. But you know what? We lined up 23 million or a billion for some chicken wings. I mean, really, chicken sandwich, a chicken sandwich. And it's not even a company that we own. So we got to look at that, like, <laughs> A $3.19 sandwich, and we lined up and made them that much money in a day, and we don't even look at what we could be doing with that in our own community. We got a lot of work to do, so let's start looking at some different things that we can do about being better at the community, okay? We can also have to do some volunteer work. So everybody is spiritual people out here, right? We, Whatever religion you're a part of, you have to give some selfless work Yes In your neighborhood So let's see what we can do Be the change you want to see Pick Be the community you want to see yeah. um, If you know somebody That's doing something In the neighborhood That you can support That you are Have a feeling for Want to learn more about it, Volunteering is the best thing When I wanted to do Something in fashion It was like In New York at the time uh, People were doing videos And um, I would try to Help out a stylist And work for free So I can learn how to what what is what it's like to do videos and stuff. It's a long day of job. It's a long job. But those little videos that you see done, that you see people do, that's not a quick It's work. It's a it's sometimes that's a twelve hour to eighteen hour day that's catered, uh clothes that's been used through different designers. So you you know, it's a, a entity of a big thing. Like, you know, hip hop was like dealing with clothes and we were pulling together stuff where now these brands are big now because you know, the, the people pull together. So hip-hop, or if you study how hip-hop happened, or if you study how groups started, or you study how Kanye even got to get an ear, it's like that that grind that you don't never get to see. So I don't know if people think everything is so easy, but we're going to have to change that thought. Everything is not easy and quick. Everything, you got to to be good at anything, you have to do the work. And, you know, volunteering and doing stuff like that. Supporting black businesses. If you like a black business that's doing something, and this means supporting and helping, not robbing people, not taking something that somebody already got going and diluting it because you Mm. think you can do it better than. No, we got to come together and help people to make more things. Mm -hmm. We have too many Indians and no chiefs and nobody want to help and I don't really even like that word I just a person that's already in position to do something we should help them be better at it right and with that being said you can put you can find your way through that um the other thing is uh I don't know 
I just that just got to me, guys. I just really think that we should find ways to put money together. Um, we have to, and in a in a good way. We out here looking and, real stupid. I'm just gonna break it down. We out we here. Are, looking, we are. We're, we're not yeah. looking good out here. We we don't own anything. I know a lot of black business, but as far as owning our grocery stores, owning um, blocks and, and, and just communities of us thriving and helping each other, I don't see that, you know? It's there. We just have to make sure that we're doing what we're supposed to do. So that's when it's Googling all the black-owned businesses in your neighborhood. You know, that's uh, understanding that, hey, you may not have to be able to go to your neighborhood grocery store. You may have to drive 15 or 20 minutes a little bit further to make sure you do support your neighborhood, your black-owned business. Mm -hmm. But a lot of us, we get a little lazy on the drive time or the walk time, and we just don't do that. So we just have to make it within ourselves to make sure we support black businesses. And it doesn't matter if we got to do 15 and businesses minutes. businesses that uh, support hiring black people, too, and, and making sure. sure. So definitely we want to... Uh, it's people. I want to give a shout out to people that are doing it. It's a lot of yes, us in Detroit is. that are doing great it things, is. and they do get support. I get yes. a lot of support. I want to thank everybody that support Here Goes Three One Three. That even support the line that I love, and yes. I love supporting Zeresh. Like mm -hmm. it's a lady that I use her products, Mia Fresh. I mean, Mia. Um, I love her products, and she's been doing this for over twenty years. And a person that came out with her own line because she had lupus. And then now I like her line. I follow Carol's daughter. I supported Carol's daughter. I mean, um, uh, I support poetry artists. Like, I just like people that do poetry. So I just go support different things that I like. So I try to buy black. I go to skepticals, spec spectacles. I go to flows. Um, it's no problem. And I go to the Peacock Room. I mean, she, she support different things in our area, too. So it's um, white people that are out here that's doing some supportive things and just, you know, that's doing some grassroots things. We're about to do a Detroit is Different uh, festival coming up in October. Um, October the 24th. A beautiful building that um, a grassroots people that made a beautiful building that uh, has a gallery, a stage, mm -hmm. uh, a place where we can just uh, do vendoring in the middle of the hood. Like, it's, yeah. on, it's on. It's, I think it's on. Uh, got the address Park right Sider. here. Is um, this is this is the address right there. Oh, uh, Anthony Arts, three thousand Finkel Avenue, Detroit, Michigan, four eight two three eight. Um, and it's called Andy Arts. So. so it's a beautiful building, um, and uh, they did a lot of great work with that. So us working together has to be the the goal. So. Going forward, that's it. So I know we took a lot of time on that, time but my uh, my whole uh, it was needed. So today, um, I wanted to talk about mature lock care. Just so we're going to do this in a real, not I'm not going to rush it, but just like to throw some things out there about maintaining your loan lock. So um, my crush today is uh, Fool Boy Marley. Uh, he's a Detroit artist. Um, he's been my client since, um, I don't know, I think we've been doing, been I've been doing this hair for about five, six years now. Mm -hmm. And he has mature locks, uh, very long locks. He's been coming to me, so I, he has, doesn't have any buildup or any length or anything. And I'm really happy about that. She's so, patting um, her back, y'all. I'm patting my back. Yes, I am. Yeah, <laughs> oh, because, they see us now. Got, got, uh, so, yeah, I'm patting my back on this. But uh, definitely, um, 
lock care, mature lock care. So I have a lot of clients that do have mature locks. It's a lot of different ways that you can maintain your locks. So I like the palm roll method. Mm-hmm. I like the interlocking method. Um, but I don't like to interlock often. It depends on what type of hair you have. So what, the, so with mature locks, I can tell you, why you would interlock and why you would palm roll. Palm roll, if you have a very tight, tight coil pattern, then um, and it doesn't unravel easy, then you can just do your palm rolls and it'll normally act, last for you for three to six weeks. Um, if you are active and a sweater and a swimmer, then I would say you can get your interlocking, but I would recommend that to be done twice a month. Um, um, well, once, once every two months, excuse me, once every two months for interlocking, because I don't really like the idea of snagging and pulling hair um, at the root, you know, so, or people that have um, looser, loose curl patterns, then I would recommend the interlocking as, as your way of touch up. Um, far as the lock care, I think it's very important for you to keep your locks. A lot of people say that their locks are heavy. Um, over time, and I think it's because you use some things that may not come out the lock, and it makes the lock heavy. I also had some issues with my hair where I had some detoxing come out of my locks, out of my scalp, which made some buildup get on my lock, so I had to do different things. So um, it's a couple of things that I uh, got from some of my clients. Um, um, one of them was um, Tanae. Okay. Um, Tanae has shared with me She has very long locks So she will um, If you have a lot of build up You can like walk around the house With a bag And you, like you have your hair And put some uh, vinegar And um, and some shampoo And let it sit on your hair And let it just Get all marinate. the build out yeah. And marinate While you clean up the house Or you know Have a lock sock on your hair and Or wrap your hair up in a towel And just go about your day And then you can come in the shower And just rinse off the build up It's a way that you can use your whole tub and put um, vinegar and um, uh, vinegar in the tub, apple cider vinegar, baking and soda. let it and baking soda, and just let your locks soak so you can get all that buildup up. I've noticed that some of our clients, clients that have gotten buildup and or a lint that came into your locks. If you have mature locks, it's very very hard to get the lint outside of the outside of your locks without actually picking the whole lock out. Right. So I recommend you to do something like a henna or they have natural um they have natural dyes that you can use like that are of uh, fruits and vegetables or or dyes or pigments if you want to pick that out or you can just dye your hair black to get if you know to get the the build out up out. But there's no way that I can get white lint out of your hair. So I know that that's the only option that you'll be able to do is finding something that you can like henna or something that can color the lint to the color of your hair to be able to take that out. But other than that, to go forward, you might want to make sure that you are wearing sweaters that don't snag, uh, things that don't rub against your hair and because sometimes it'll just become part of your lock and there's nothing really you can do about locks or, or lint getting in your hair but making sure that you keep your hair up when in certain um, times um, to all my plant workers or people that work out in the industry and they have to cover their locks up it's important for you to make sure that your scalp still gets sunlight. It's important for you to mist your hair and add oil, then wrap your hair up. Always love on your scalp, from the scalp to the hair out, um, and keep it moisturized. And you can do that, um, you know, it don't have to be an everyday thing, but you can do it every day. You know, I, I, 
I do something to my hair every day, at least misting it and adding oil on, just keeping the, you know, the hair separated, you know, so they're not kissing. Um, another thing I recommend is lock soaks. Uh, we offer lock soaks and steaming. So sometimes the, well, the products that we use, we have amino acids and hair food that, uh, that's like black seed oil, hemp seed oils, uh, jojoba oils that if we put it on your hair, um, and put you under the steamer, it's actually opening the pores up and actually going right into your scalp and feeding your hair. So that's something that you can definitely uh, want to add or ask any of your loctician people out in the world if you have those things to ask your loctician if she could, if they offer those services. And if they don't, we do. Um, or we could um, tell you where to go also if we don't do that service. Um, there's also some, if you have your favorite, favorite blanket that's red or blue, just wrap your hair up. You just know you got to wrap your hair up. You know, and there's also some different techniques that I've um, been looking at on YouTube um, when you have very mature locks that you could brush your locks yes. before you um, shampoo. So, and it's on dry hair. You brush your locks. And that's a softer brush. It's not it's like, soft, we're not, um, we're not talking about an abrasive, abrasive one. Like, just one that's like, yeah, it's like mm-hmm. dusting your locks off. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> so, they brush their locks lightly. Um, just check it out on YouTube. And... It gets most of the lint out, you know, but some locks you just got to go through. And if you could put, pick it off the surface, you can. So you just want to avoid anything that's going to tag onto your locks. If you see that your favorite cover is, you know, messing with you. And I, I, I'm guilty. I like to lay down and not cover my hair, but I do have a silk um, pillowcase. I do have a, um, a satin pillowcase. And... Probably nine times out of ten, I will go to sleep with nothing on. You know, I'll just go to sleep and I'll just like bunch my head up at the, the you know, and the pineapple on top of the pillow. So, yeah, you just want to be aware, aware and check out your hair and look at your hair because some people don't even know what's going on with their hair. You know, they um, leave it up to the stylist to tell them everything. We do tell you stuff. But you also have to be just aware of your hair and what's going on. If it's thinning, if you're losing something, you know, it's always best to itch with the pads of your fingers and not your fingernail because fingernails tear out um, follicles. You know, just be aware of certain things like that. Yeah, and if you're also having any problems with your hair um, falling, like if you're losing hair or if you find that you're starting to have your hair recede back or something, sometimes I would tell you, like, sometimes over-styling could thin the hair at scalps, thin the hair. So sometimes you also need to have your hair loose and let it go and let it breathe without getting styled. So sometimes if your stylists do try to tell you, like, you know, um, I've had people come and try to talk about other stylists, you know, and I'm not really a person that's like, I try to listen to what they say the stylist said. And if she did say something, you know, it might be some truth to it. Like, but I'm not a person that's going to, some people are not going to give you styles if your hair is, is, is not strong enough for it. Or, you, or you've been having your hair, mm-hmm. you have long mature locks, but it's been um, wear and tear on it because you constantly keep locking it or keep doing different styles where it's not able to swell and breathe where it's like kind of always stuck in a certain way because you always get two strand twists or you always get permanent styles and stuff so we just want you the mature locks you don't even have to um, use clips either sometimes you can tighten up your hair at home and palm roll it into itself until it locks into itself a little circle, um, a little circle. so it's like you know 
your palm rolling your hair into into itself without a uh, without a clip because it's so long. You know, you don't need clips anymore. So I think we're running out of time. So let's get into the hair crush and um, okay, then we could wrap it up. So I'm gonna have Ladonna and do introduce him again, and then he's gonna give you all his <laughs> links and how to contact him because he's a, he's busy. I'm I'm surprised he's here today. <laughs> Hey Marley. Uh, okay, our food boy, our food boy Marley is uh, my hair crush of the day. I think that uh, he always uh, keep his hair up, um, even when he don't look good with his hair. He's like today, he doesn't feel that confident about his hair. But uh, again, this is called letting your hair breathe. Just um, let it do what it do. It's clean, let it do what you do. Madonna don't washed it. She. She took care of it. You know, so it's like um, being a little free. I like the fact that he like all of his stages. So when I do his hair, be fresh to death in the beginning, and he be feeling himself in the mirror all in front of me, like showing off and stuff, like I'm pretty, I'm, I'm fine. But at the end of the day, <laughs> you'll see him in the videos, and uh, I'll be like, this dude didn't come see me. But <laughs> the thing is, Marley, Bar Marley, um, a, lot of, a lot of my clients, they let, I think it's important for you to let your hair breathe and get the natural... Um, and so when we think about this fuzz in our hair, like today, I tricked my hair. I, you know, I always Just do a little front, front yeah. do a little front, and I, I kind of did some stuff in the back too. But um, sometimes I just miss my hair and let it be, and let the sun do it, and it just ends up having like a. It loves it. So actually, your strands is really reaching out to the sun. So I want us to sometimes like really rethink what neatness is. Like I know you like your hair neat all the time, but sometimes embrace the. The natural nap of it. And yeah. I think the more that we're getting into it, I mean, we're so used to this neat, perfect look that it's also kind of cool to have your hair. Like, I can still run through my hair, even though it has a nape in it. and Or even looking at Markeisha hair, you know, you just see it just reaching to the sun. And that's what your hair wants. And it wants to, it wants to uh, be moisturized and, and, and full and let it just do what it do. So... I love it when some, even when I do some of my young clients' hair, like I, it'll be neatly to the back. And then when you see them, when it's like that natural teenager unruly hair, do you remember that stage, Marley, when it just did what it wanted to do? Yeah. It's like, so yeah, some people here just look electric. Like, how did your hair just come out like that? Even looking at Joe Beck, his hair is just electric. Up and then it grows. Yes. Down. It, yeah. And so sometimes when it grows, some of my clients' hair naturally just grow down. And so um, I'm just, I just love all the stages. So Marley, I'm so proud of him. This has been um, a big year for you. Yes, yes. I mean, I don't know if I can get real personal here. I don't care, whatever. <laughs> you had surgery, heart surgery. Uh-huh. That had Open to be scared. Yeah. So could you tell us about that? And is that, a, is that something that happened in your family? Or are you the first of this happening in your family? Uh, first, uh, I had to get an aortic valve replacement. Um, my blood, it, was, it wasn't. Over time, as it circulated, it would have clogged up. And um, I could eventually die. So they had caught it beforehand. And uh, yeah, it was like an eight-hour surgery. Uh, I had it in, what, that was December 5th? So that was before the new year, the the end of 2018. Yeah. Yes. But my recovery and all that was basically the whole 2019. Wow. So what? What? Um. How did you know that? Well, I didn't. That's the crazy part. Uh I kind of just went to the hospital, like, because I had pain in my calf muscle at first, and then I had pain in my um my hip. Mm -hmm. 
And I started walking on it. And after a while, I just got like the pain got unbearable. And that's when I went to the hospital. And that's when they told me. Wow. And it was crazy. Yeah, I'm just like, I went for some other reason. And they told yeah, because man's yeah. like, we're going to keep the The yeah. body and the organs, everything is connected, um, yeah. mostly like inside the gut. So um, that streams down to your legs, your gut, your arms. So um, a lot of people that have heart conditions, they feel stuff in their arms. They feel stuff in their face mm. and their legs sometimes. So, mm. yeah, it's good that you really paid attention to your body and you was like, what, something ain't yeah, right. Yeah, because I ain't going to lie. Like, at first, I was just kind of, like, holding it off. Yeah. Because, um, I don't know, I just, I was just looked at it like, it's temporary pain. Like, it's going to go away. Right. Know? And it just never did. <laughs> so, it just yeah. kept reoccurring. It reoccurred, like, somewhere else. It went from my calf, calf muscle good, then it went to my hip. So, it was coming up. Yeah. Okay. And then on my way to the hospital, I was in the car. My whole, my whole side, like whole left side, was just pure pain. It was just my left, mm. though. It wasn't my right. Wow. So I'm thinking that the that must have been the right side of the brain control. I don't know. A I don't lot know of stuff. The opposite. A lot of stuff occurs on that side when it deals with the heart. Okay. Yeah. But okay. So this is the other thing. Um. I, so with all of that going on, he came out hitting the. I mean. He, this is the thing. This dude in the hospital did video. He was promoting music during his... He was making his own videos. He made the best of this experience because I'm looking at it like I'm bro heartbroken. I, me and Marquisha like heart surgery. We might look... Whoa, this is a lot. And I just applaud how you did it. I mean, like... And, and at the end of the day, I know it was scary, but it's like people need to know that you still got to push through even though. Mm -hmm. So he did videos. Now he wrote songs for people. Mm -hmm. tell, us, <laughs> tell us about yourself. Come on, just... Come on. All right, so... Brag now. Nah, it's time to brag. No, what it was was after surgery, uh, I wasn't mentally right, uh, and I didn't feel comfortable um, being an artist um, because I just felt like I'd probably be talking about stuff that maybe I shouldn't right now, like, you know, because I, I was angry, I was mad at certain things, how it turned out, and who wasn't there, who was there, and things like that, and I just felt like I wasn't in the right space to to be talking right now, and I had to get my thoughts all the way together, and... um as I was taking a break from the music, uh, somebody reached out to me um, to write them a song. And then from there, it's just like, it just, uh, we went into management and I started managing her. And um, I fell in love with playing the whole background thing because, uh, for one, I knew I always could do it. And I know I always wanted to do it. I just didn't know when. And um, I feel like this is like a perfect start, like a head start for me to start my own label and start my own, like, little movement. And uh, I'm just really trying to take advantage of it. I don't mind playing the background. I'm still going to get in my artistry, you know, but... The background's nice sometimes, oh, though. Oh, yeah, I love it. It's, it's lovely. Yeah. It's Jay-Z and all them. They they background to death. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. they the goats for real. Yeah. Jay-Z a goat. <laughs> okay. Um, so, go ahead. No. So, in new music for you, is, is a little bit back. So, now, let's talk about... I'm not. I'm not gonna. Uh, let's talk about MT. Okay. Uh, MT is an artist from Detroit, um, mm -hmm. and um, her her new song is pretty hot. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> so she got a new song called Friday. It's going crazy right now. Mm -hmm. um, like the city, like is really embracing it. And they doing videos after videos, and it's so dope. Um, she's she been doing it without radio play, so I think it's dope. Like to me, when I see them videos and there's no radio play, to me that that tells me that. 
these people looked up her name in Apple Music or YouTube and played it. You know what I'm saying? It's not like it just came on and they was listening to it. Right. They actually took the initiative to listen to it. So I think that's dope. Um, we starting to get into the radios a little bit here and there, but I don't feel like it's that important right now. Now when you have social media. Yeah, social media is powerful. And that's so. just something that we can look at like we're going back to the Popeye's thing. Yes. Like I just like that creating a movement, like even with Kari and Joe Black with the uh, Detroit is different. It's like trying to create a movement. Like we now we have our own radio shows or TV shows or things that we can support. So mm -hmm. could you uh, shout out some of the stuff that you want to um, put out here that, that we should be supporting? Like far as like, you know. Like businesses or? No, not businesses. Like for you. Like, okay, so you um, have. Mat okay, so. Yeah, Matasha. I yeah. like it, her a lot. You do? <laughs> I like her. Yeah, they call her MT. That's why okay, I look down Okay, MT. Okay. Yeah. I like her, though. Yeah, oh, she's yes. dope. Um, so, yeah, we got Matasha working very hard, female artist out of Detroit. Um, Can you spell I, that out for us? M-A-T-A-S-H-I-A. -A. That's her Instagram. Okay. Uh, Big MT for short. Okay. I call her T. Um, I'm already following What's her. your Instagrams? You got Full two. Fullboy Marley is my uh, like my actual Instagram. Then I have a, a videographer Instagram. Is you need footage fool. Mm -hmm. um, and then I'm starting. I got the other Instagram. It's like the, my movement, like my label, and it's Fullboy Enterprise. Okay, and we'll have all this stuff in the description for you, so yeah. you can look it up. Alrighty. So um, again, how did you come up with Fullboy Marley though? All right, so. That's funny, yeah. So my homeboy, his name, my homeboy uh, Doozy, he came up with the whole food boy thing, I, I, I believe, like the whole food boy thing. Like I think I seen him tweeted or something. Okay. And I just liked it. I just food. I, that's how I felt. I was. I'm like, I'm a food boy. And we was, we would go around the city, and we was, we was this when we was young, and we would just do dumb stuff like we'd okay. be fooling. You okay. know what I'm saying? Okay. So we would call each other food boys, and uh. From there, I just, I wanted a three-word uh, name instead of, like, a two, because everybody got, like, a two, so yeah. I wanted a three, so I added, put the food boy Marley. Marley was with, you know, the locks. With the locks, with the locks. You know. We're going to have to get a, a back view so people can see, <laughs> you know, put it over your shoulder or no something. Woman, no okay, oh, woman. Okay, look, look that's, those are mature locks, y'all. Oh, you have a couple yeah. of cameras, yeah. Mark? How long have you been locked? Uh, it's been eyes. 10, 11 years now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So he's yeah. he's a grown, grown. Yeah, he's a mature <laughs> locks, even though he's a kid. I mean, he's, no, I'm yeah. just joking. He's a <laughs> since, since 11th grade, I think I started. Um, this lady named Charlene started me out. She didn't know what she was doing. She just braided my hair, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And I just, one day she. Oh, just, so you started off with braids? Yeah, I had braids. Wow. And then one day she just dreaded me up. And then from there, I think I went. I went to Twister, then I went to LaDonna, and then ever okay. since, I haven't left LaDonna. Okay, so you didn't start off with braids. She was braiding you up, and you started mm -hmm. off with, like, Twister coils for yeah, your locks? like, just little twisties, because okay, I was twist. scared to lock okay. them, you know? I was yeah, trying to, yeah, right. yeah, but she, she not no loctician or whatever. She mm -hmm. braid, but... She um, did a straight job. Again. Yeah, she did. I, I like I like the space. Yeah. Yeah. I love I love his size. Yeah, I like the size. I'm glad they're not small. Right. Yeah. And yeah. real quick before we end this, um, do you see yourself with locks forever, ever, or do you? Yeah, it's a long okay, story behind, my, I ain't got behind that, my hair, but yeah, I can't cut my hair. It's okay, over. I'm not trying Feel to cut mine either. Yeah. Me neither. Yeah. But you either. technically do cut yours. No, don't I don't. You? No, she don't. Oh, we about to have this discussion. We run. We uh, ran out of no, time. No, 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 no. I'm just saying I didn't. I just the, the color broke off. Oh, my okay. hair is. Confused. We talked about that. Now y'all can see how the color was. <laughs> and if you go to some pictures on our Instagram, it's hair goes three one three. You can see in the you picture where she had the the color at her ends, and eventually it just 
Oh, okay. I thought you'd up. be cutting your hair because that's my friend used to do. He used to just cut it at a certain length. Yeah, it looked like I had the same lift for yeah, about five for, years. Yeah. <laughs> Check her out next year, though. Check her out next year. She's going to be good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm about, her up. Yeah, you, her everybody <laughs> passed me up. Everybody that I started locks, I mean, even Shamika, I mean, all of my clients is and like. They, and they ask the same thing that you, you, you asked. Cut your Did hair? you cut your hair? <laughs> okay, so oh. we're going to wrap this up. Okay, also, I wanted to shout out that. This video that's done by her, this fool boy is fooling. Like, okay, so you writing music, you videotaping us. So again, what's that? It's called. Uh, you you need footage fool. You need footage fool. You need footage fool. <laughs> yeah, so right. you need footage. We recorded by sim- simple. You know, promo is f- affordable. You know, Very. I just be trying to work with people. You know, yeah, and I'm trying to build something. So if y'all work with me, I will work with y'all. Okay, and and that's what. And I think you can reach about. that. You can reach that on um on Facebook. I mean on um Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. As well, like you can, they can DM you and everything. Mm-hmm. And then shout out to Joe Black, our um, producer here, yes. uh, for uh, always well, I, looking out for us every uh, Sunday. Yes, <laughs> every Sunday. Here. And, um, and definitely, oh, I want to shout out. There. This is the second time my sister has been here with us, and I am so proud. It looks like of her. she's going to be a, a reoccurring guest. Um, I would like that. I would really I would, like that. I wouldn't be mad. I forgot It'd that we fun. were videotaping, so you may see my eyes closed because I took a herb bath today with. Chamomile and ginseng and ginger. Cause she a savage, and y'all. Elderberry, she a like savage. it was amazing today. Ooh. I did a detox, so and guys, I this is the amazing. first. This is the first almost hour long that we yeah, have, so I'm, we're definitely gonna be. It's gonna be Joe is gonna be spliced. in our pockets today. <laughs> no, Joe, gonna he can keep it going. I mean, we just this is our first long one. Maybe we're gonna have to do some long ones in some, you know, thirty that minutes. Be it's nice. been a while. So yes. It's been a while. So we um we haven't been putting up anything. Uh, but Joe Black is gonna have us out there pretty soon. We didn't did a lot of coverage but um uh so just check us out yeah. and thank you everybody that's been checking out yes. and subscribing to us and listening to us thank you so much and thank you so much fool boy and my sister Nichelle Sams if you know I appreciate y'all oh my government name <laughs> Nikki oh, Sams that's your, okay <laughs> Nikki Sams hit her up on um <laughs> nowhere <laughs> all, right, all right love you guys have a good Bye. one <laughs> Remember to like, share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify. This is the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, the culture of an American classic city. Join us October 24th through October 27th at the Andy Arts, 3000 Finkel Avenue, Detroit, Michigan, at the inaugural Detroit is Different Festival. The collage of sound, sight, taste, feel, and scent of Detroit from all walks of life. Join Piper Carter, Frida Sampson, Unicorns Are Real, Josh Adams, The New Kids, Group Text, Jennifer Crawford, Care Michigan, Audra Carson, My Natural Hair, Cornbread and Caviar, 
Ari Frazier, Sterling Tolls, Odie James, and more artists. The Detroit is Different Festival provides you the rare opportunity to witness, experience, and familiarize yourself with the diverse subcultures that make Detroit different. Experience this all for 50 bucks. Visit www.detroitisdifferent.com and get your tickets today.